You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God brings us peace. Learn more about this through Gideon's story in week two of our series, Awesome God. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Uh, hindi ko man kayo nakikita, pero alam ko many of you are smiling and welcoming one another. This just feels so surreal. No? Nag-usap ko ni Pastor Cleve kanina. Parang ang weird ng pakiramdam na just being in church and everyone is uh, uh, wearing face mask and face shield. But let me assure you, uh, many of uh, what's around us changes, but uh, God himself never changes. So he's the same God who's with us while we're going through church. No? So again, welcome one another. Again, look at one another. Mag-hi kayo sa isa't isa. Sige lang po, pakita nyo na masaya kayo. <laughs> yes, that's it. And lahat ng mga nanonood po sa ating uh, Facebook and YouTube, uh, I think we're, we're close to uh, almost 200 together with the, the ones present here right now. No? So we're not alone. We're worshiping as a community. So we're starting a new series. Last week pala, we started a new series entitled Awesome God. So ang, 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 ang goal talaga natin for this year, part of that is to be able to have divine encounters with God. You know? yun ang, yun ang, at least personally, I want to build on, on that. No? How, how I can have more in-depth and divine encounters with God throughout the year, not just, not just uh, by January, no? uh, throughout the year, so much so that I have something to write down in my journal. How many of you have journal? journal? Something that to write down in our journal at the end of the year no? and come back and look uh, at that encounter and even say, Lord, you are real. You are true. You are someone that I can place my faith in because you have encountered me in a divine, authentic, and true way in 2020. So that's our hope, no? that this awesome God will not remain just posted on this TV screen, that you will actually experience. Sino ba tong sinasabi nating awesome God na to? We always say that, no? you're awesome, we, we sing to him, we, we tell the, that he is a magnificent God, worthy of our praise, but for many of us, no? For many of us, nandun pa tayo sa fringes of His grace, not really going into who God is. So ang panalangin po natin, Benedict, at least for, for you bro, and for all of us, Josh, that we will really have an encounter with this awesome God. And it starts with this, no? It starts with the first a week of January or the second week of January through our five-day prayer and fasting. And everybody rejoices by saying, <laughs> yun ang hirap eh, no? Pagdating ng January talaga, no? dalawang, dalawang bagay na naramdaman mo, excited ka, pero at the same time, parang fasting na naman. <laughs> fasting na naman. Kaka-fast lang natin ng July, fasting na naman. Well, we kick off our, our year that has been part of a, a tradition. No? Palagi kung sinasabi, sinasabi ni pa, Pastor Owi, not all traditions are bad. And that one tradition that we make every year is really to go through prayer and fasting every year for five days. Sino sa inyo, this is your first time, if ever, na magpa-fast ka? 
Meron ba dito na first time ka magpa-fast? So kung kayo po sa FB or sa YouTube, kung first time mag-fast, just put it on the chat box, no? And we will pray for you. You will survive it. You will come out of it in a deeper relationship with God. So if you have your Bibles with you, tayo po tayo. We're going to read from uh, the book of Judges. Yeah, Old Testament book, chapter 6, no? I'll read starting from verse 11, uh, then jump all the way to verse 16, then jump to verse 22, all the way to verse 24. Allow me to, to read the verses to you. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Oprah, which belongs, belonged to Joash the Ab Abizrite. While his son Gideon was beating out wheat, in the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with me, why then has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not, do not I send you? And as he said to him, Please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, but I will be with you. You shall strike the Midianites as one man. Verse 22, Then Gideon perceived that he, had, he was the angel of the Lord, and Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for now I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace be to you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it the Lord is peace. To this day it stands at Oprah, which belongs to the Abirites. Lord, you are our peace. Even as your word in that song says, Lord God, would you cause us, Lord, not just to know that in our heads, but to experience it in our hearts. So much so, Lord, that as we leave this place, there will be enough confidence, Lord God, to last us through the year. Thank you that you shall take hold of every fear, Lord God, that we have in our hearts. Thank you that you will transform, Lord God, the way we look at you, an awesome God, and the way we respond to your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may all take a seat. Just to give a little background on uh, the book of Judges no? and uh, how Israel lived during those times. No? Uh, if you will read verses 1 up to 10, you would know the, the full background of this text. Now, what's happening was uh, the Lord's hand was really against uh, Israel. So much so that what he, was do what he did was to allow Israel's enemies to triumph over them. So their enemies were overpowering them. No? Na, na sobrang na, 
nagkaroon ng rule yung enemy nila sa kanila that they were actually hiding. They were hiding in the mountains, hiding in the, cl- in the clefts of the rock, sabi, sabi din sa word. And they were so fearful that the, 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 the same enemies would come out and rob them of everything that they have worked for throughout the season. So what happened was they, they cried out to God. They cried out to God. And the Lord listened. And the Lord would send out judges to, to, to them so as to bring their hearts back to God. And this is one instance, the story of Gideon or the call of Gideon where God sent a judge no, by the name of Gideon to bring Israel back and to show his enemy, enemies, that the enemies of the Israelites, the power of God himself. Which brings us really to the, the verse 11. No? Na, na, ba, nasaan ba si Gideon at this time? No? And you, you've probably noticed with the verses that we've read, it says there, Gideon was beating out wheat in the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. Siguro sabi ng tatay niya, Gideon, labas ka na. Uh, process mo all, all yung grain natin or yung wheat natin and prepare it for us. No? And, but again, because the enemies, they know that the enemies were present at that time, Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press. So if you look at it, there's something wrong about this picture. Di ba? Threshing out wheat which is normally done on a threshing floor. Pressing wine is done in a wine press. But for this particular instance, this quote-unquote chosen prophet of God, of course, he didn't know it at that time, was threshing wheat inside a wine press. How does that look like? So, nagtatrabaho siya, nagtatago siya. Pinapagpag niya yung wheat, pero nakalda sa loob siya ng wine press. Bakit? It says, the verse tells us, because he was hiding whatever little he has from the Midianites. Pinatago niya. Kasi ang fear nila, baka makuha ng mga kaaway ng Israel. So, technically, this man or this family was actually living in fear. You know, there are so many things that happen when we start living in fear. Alam natin yan, the way we react, when we live in fear, uh, iba yung mga ginagawa natin. But more than that, you know, the reason the Lord allowed Israel's enemy to triumph over them was because of two things. Dalawang bagay lang po nangyari kasi. Number one, they were doing evil in the eyes of God and they were disobeying God. That's the reason why their enemies were having a hand over their lives. No? Which uh, led me to, to, to believe no? na the natural consequence of disobedience and doing evil is really fear. That's a natural consequence. I don't know if you're feeling it right now. No? Maybe, maybe, but it's a good thing to have a, to look at the mirror, to examine your heart. No? Mo, why am I so fearful? Am I, in a way, disobeying? Or is there anything evil in my heart that's still there? No wonder I'm feeling fear. Because that's, this is exactly what's happening to, the, to Israel at that time. 
They were living in shame. They were despondent. They were miserable. They were downcast. They were dispirited. And they had very, very low self-esteem at that time. And they were hiding. They were hiding from the Midianites. Sino ba itong mga Midianites na ito? No? Hindi po ito yung mga galing sa media na hinahabol nila. No? Mga, mga Midianites are a group of people, a nomadic tribe, that what they would do is to camp around Israel. Galing ng teknik nila para mabuhay. They would camp around Israel and wait for them to plant their harvest and wait for the time for the Israelites to again harvest the grain. Then what they would do is to raid the land and take everything from the land, leaving nothing for the Israelites. No wonder... No wonder that the chosen people were so scared. Kasi isipin mo, may kapitbahay ka na ang ginagawa lang, hinihintay. Meron, meron ka ba kapitbahay na gano'n? Ang ginagawa lang, inaabangan ka. Pag <laughs> kapitbahay na magnanakaw, for that matter, no? pag nakita nila, marami ka ng hawak, kukunin nila, papasok ka. So parang gano'n yung feeling ng mga Israelites at that time. Sila yung magtatanim, sila yung mag-aalaga ng tanim, pero sila, hindi sila yung aani. They were not the ones who's going to, hindi sila makikinabang because what would happen is the Midianites would descend on them and forcibly devour and take and lay waste to the land. Here comes God no? in verse 12. Sabi, ni, sabi dun sa verse 12. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. The Lord is with you. What is God doing here? He was addressing Gideon's fear. Alam niya, takot yung mama. So, ang opening statement kagad ni Lord sa kanya, The Lord is with you. Ulitin mo yun. The Lord is with me. Maybe some of you, you're feeling fear. I don't know to what extent or what kind of fear you're feeling. But it's a good thing to always remind ourselves as Christians as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, as sons and daughters of the King, that the Lord is with us. What was the Lord trying to, to tell Gideon here? There's a promise that I'm, I'm reiterating here, Gideon, that the Lord is with you. Hindi ka nag-iisa, although mukha ka lang nag-iisa dyan sa wine press mo, but I am with you, even in the area, in the area that you're in right now. So what area are you in right now? Let me tell you, maybe this particular statement is for you. For those of you watching in FB and YouTube, maybe that statement is for you. If you will take out a statement for, the, for this uh, preaching, maybe that's the statement that you can take home or take out from this preaching. The Lord is with you. But the Lord didn't stop there. Dinagdagan pa niya. Sabi niya, O mighty man of valor, how many of you would uh, accept that? Kung ikaw yung nandun sa, 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 sa position na yun, no? the Lord comes out and you were threshing out wheat and you were hiding, then someone tells you, I am with you, almighty man of valor. At that point, probably, Gideon had not seen himself as being a mighty man of valor. What's happening there is this, no? God was actually not just addressing his fear, but telling him of his future. Yes, ngayon nagtitresh ka lang ng, ng wheat. But remember, because I am with you, you have a future that you can look forward to. 
the young people, you're very important to us. No? You are what we call our crown jewel. Maybe you're thinking, no, you're, you're fearful of so many things. Will I be a doctor? Will I be, be able to finish my engineering course? Will I be a businessman some, someday? Will I be a lawyer? You know what? The first thing that you need to know, if Jesus is in your heart and you're following him, this statement is true for you. The Lord is with you. Kasama mo si Lord. And that's just the first statement. The second statement is this. Whatever you are praying for, by the grace of God, that can happen. Because it's not just about the promise of God to you, that he is with you. It's all about your future potential that God sees as well. The Lord is with you. Normal po yung response ni Gideon. Ito yung sagot ni Gideon sa kanya. Gideon said to him, please, my Lord, magalang naman po. Magalang naman. Kuminsan, di ba, pag kinakausap tayo ni Lord, alam mo na yung mga promises ni Lord sa'yo, ano yan, nililista natin. Pero magalang pa rin naman tayo. Pero sabi ni, parang sabi lang ni Gideon, please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us. Sa Tagalog yan, para mo ng awa, Lord. Para mo ng awa, kung totoo kang kasama mo, kasama ka namin. Yun yung question niya. Why then has all this thing happened to us? Where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? So the way Gideon responded was a bit of a challenging statement to God. No? Parang he was asking, where are you, Lord? Bakit? Kung totoo yung pangako mo, bakit ako nandito? Sinsay niyo, but uh, sometimes you ask that of God. Why am I in this position, Lord? Christian naman ako. Naniniwala naman ako that you are in my heart, that you are with me. Why am I here? Where are the promises that you, 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 you've faithfully enumerated in your books? Sana yun, but hindi ko nakikita. Those are all valid questions. But look how the Lord responded to Gideon. But now, so, so, so verse 14, no? tinuro, sabi, sabi, sabi ni Lord kay Gideon, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you. He was questioning. He was actually accusing God. Any one of you, you've accused God sometime in your own lifetime as if pinabayaan ka na ni God. Any one of you? Kumagkukatutuhanan lang po. Many of us have done that, including this person who's speaking on the, on the stage. Asaan ka, Lord? Asaan ka? Kung totoo ka, Lord, dapat hindi nangyari sa akin to. Bakit ako nawala ng trabaho? Bakit ako nagkasakit? Bakit namatay ang aking magulang? Bakit nasira ang aking pangarap? Kung totoo ka, Lord. But God always speaks to our hearts and clarifies the issues of our hearts by telling us, I sent you. Ako. Ako yan. You just have to trust me. You just have to know that I am the one who is with you. Kasama mo ako. But Gideon was not yet done. Hindi pa siya, kinwestyon na niya na si Lord Kinwestun pa niya ulit yung limitation niya. Sabi niya, uh, 
Please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. So now, he's looking at his own limitations. Pagtitingnan mo, no? Lahat naman tayo may limitations. But sometimes, what we look at and concentrate upon is not what God can do, but rather, what we highlight is our own limitations as human beings. Alam mo na, nandyan si God. Alam mo na, He's with you. Alam mo na, hindi kanya pababayan. Alam nyo na, na may plano siya for us. And yet, we list down, according to all of those truths, we list down our own limitation. I'm the least. I have nothing to bring it to the table, Lord. My, my, my strength is so limited. My knowledge is limited. My money is non-existent. My banks are closed. My businesses are down. You can enumerate all the limitations that you have. It's okay. Because your life does not, it's not dependent on your limitation. But rather on the power of the one who is with you. Sino ba kasama mo? Sino ba kasama mo? Sino ba kasama mo? If you know kung sino kasama mo, if you know who is with you, then that should give us confidence and courage to face life whatever life may bring us. So God's opening statement was, I am with you. And guess what? He had to say it again. Inulit niya po ulit kay Gideon yun. Verse 16, And the Lord said to him, But I will be with you. But, 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 because the Lord was saying, I understand. I understand all your buts, but I'm the least. But I'm the weakest. I am nothing. I'm not even a mighty warrior. I understand that the Lord is saying to Gideon and the same thing the Lord is telling you. I understand everything that you are saying and declaring, but understand me as well. I am with you. Kasama mo ko. Hindi kita iiwanan. Verse 22, no? Sabi niya, the, Lord, the Gideon perceived that he was the angel of God, and Gideon said, alas, nahimasmasan si Gideon. Nakita niya na, siguro na-realize niya na si, si God pala itong kausap ko, no? So, uh, everyone knows at that time, no? There, there's such a fear of God that when you come to God face to face, unless God actually says it, you will not live. So, yun yung fear ni, ni Gideon at that point. Patay na ako. Sa dami ko na sinabi kay Lord na hindi maganda, malamang patay na ako. I'm toast. So the Lord had to again step in and say to him, but the Lord said to him, Peace be to you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Sa atin pong, ibig sabihin, parang sinabi lang sa kanya ni Lord, Relax. Don't panic. You will not collapse. Yun lang parang sabi sa kanya. Inulit lang sa kanya ni Lord. Okay, you've seen me. You've realized you've had an encounter with me. But yes, guess what? You are not going to die. So you don't need to panic. Here's the truth. An encounter with God always results not in fear, but in peace. An encounter with God results not in fear, but in peace and life not in death. You will know. You will know. Kasi kuminsan tinatanong natin, paano ko malalaman na I have encountered God this year? Well, if you have peace 
coming out of that encounter, if you feel life and strength and grace and renewed energy, then malamang sa malamang you have encountered God. Because a divine encounter will not give you death, but rather life. A divine encounter will not raise your fear to the next level, but would actually reduce your fear. For some of you, fear will become non-existent. Why? Because you've encountered an awesome God. How many of you, you like that to happen this year? Yun ba yung gusto nyo? Palakpakan natin si Lord. Kung yun ang gusto natin. Lord, that's what we want. An encounter with you that would grant us peace in our days rather than fear in our days. Verse 24, this is how ultimately Gideon responded. Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is Peace. And to this day, it stands at Oprah, which belongs to the Abayarites. Three quick thoughts and actions no, on how we can respond to the verses that we've uh, read. First is this. The Lord is with you. Grab God's hands and get out of the hole. Many of you, you might not know this at this point, you are in your own wine press. You are in a hole. You are living scared and fearful. You're trying to make it through the month. Actually praying that I make it, you make it through the year. You know what you can do? The first thing that you need to do is to repeat the statement, God is with me. Then begin to grab God's hand then get out of that hole. Alis ka. Alis ka sa butas na yon. Think about this. What are, what are the, 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 the things that actually rob you of your joy, of your peace, of your self-esteem, of your dreams, of your health, of your energy, or even of your sleep? Take a moment. What are those things? Ano mga bagay-bagay na yon that you are so fearful that it robs you of your peace, of your joy, of your self-esteem, of your dreams, of your health, even of your sleep. Think about those things. And how do you respond when, they, when you are fearful for that matter? How do you respond? Tanong ko sa kanina sa mga, sa mga, sa pamilya ko, sabi ko kay Jeje and my, my kids, no? How do you respond in fear? What are the unusual things that you did out of fear? Sabi ni Je kanina, ah, pag takot ako, sinisindihan ko lahat ng ilaw ng bahay. Bukas lahat ng ilaw. Di ba? Bubuksan mo lahat ng ilaw. Well, I don't know if that's unnatural. Bubuksan mo lahat ng ilaw. But note this. Kung dati, you are so generous, but because of fear, you start to hoard. Nagtatago ko ka ngayon. You start to become stingy because iniisip mo, baka maubos yung pera ko. That's living in fear. That's actually living in a wine press trying to thresh out wheat inside the wine press. So unnatural when God has already told you who you are. What else? That you're so bold and confident. 
Now, because you're, you, you're in fear, you overthink. You analyze so much. No? Yun yung hindi ka nakakatulog sa gabi. Kasi iniisip mo, ano kayong mangyayari sa future? Kaya ko kayang i-cover all the bases. What happens is, because of overanalyzing and overstimulation of the brain, it brings you to a point of paralysis. Hindi ka tuloy maka-decide. That's living in fear. Get out of your own wine press by grabbing the hand of God and saying, I'm out of here. I'm not going to live in this wine press. I'm going to believe that the Lord is with me. Joshua 1.9 tells us, have I, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Next thought, the Lord is your peace. Go face your fears. At one point, brothers and sisters, you can never always run away from your fear. But that statement should give you confidence. The Lord himself is my peace. It is not the circumstances that's around us. You know, and I, I, we like the explanation, Pastor Cleve. No? When we, we talk about peace, it's always shalom. Shalom. When we say shalom, it's the integrity and the wholeness that God is able to give us. It's never just what happens around, around us. Kasi kuminsan ang concept natin ng peace is this, no? Serenity, calmness, but that's not the peace. Yes, for, 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 for us, we can experience all of those. That's part of peace. But what God is telling us is this. There is wholeness in you. You're lacking nothing. You're missing nothing. That's the peace that comes from God Himself. And you might probably think, no? Okay ba ito na sinabi ni Lord? Kasi... Gideon was about to go to war. He was sending Gideon to war. He was sending Gideon to face a hostile enemy. And yet, he was telling Gideon, I am your peace. Why is that? Because the Lord is saying, amidst the hostilities, amidst the oppression, amidst the lack, amidst the challenges, amidst the waiting, amidst everything that you are experiencing that would probably dislocate you, I am your peace. I will hold you together. I will keep you standing regardless of what is around you because he himself is our peace. That's what the Bible says. We take that out of Ephesians Ephesians 2, chapter 4, chapter 14, for he himself is our peace. Think about that. And the very person who is our peace is the one who is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So regardless of what your fears are for this year, what your Midianites are, what the, you're dreading for this year, God has the ability to hold you together. He's saying, I can, I can hold you together. I can hold your heart together. I can hold your family together. I can hold your finances together. I can hold your dreams together. I can hold your life together because I am God, Shalom. The God who is able to keep you whole and to give you the integrity of your life and of your character.
shalom, integrity, and wholeness. What do you dread the most? Think about that. What are you dreading the most? Baka kung may oras pa tayo, pwede natin ilista yan. Maybe pag umuwi ka, sulat mo na lang. What are you dreading the most? Maybe it's a conversation with your spouse that would actually restore a broken relationship. You're dreading that. Pinuput off mo. Ayoko, ayokong pag-usapan. Ayoko, nakakatakot. Or maybe it's a, it's, a, it's a meeting with your boss, a friend that would has, has the potential to fix a broken relationship or a conflict. Or maybe it's a decision that would turn your life around and yet you're dreading to make that decision. Or maybe it's a path unbeaten path that you're supposed to take and yet you're afraid to take it. But you know in your heart that if I take it, it will turn my life around. Or maybe it's an unlikely career move for you. You're dreading it. Takot na takot ka. Ano ba to? Do I have to make a decision now? What are you dreading and what are your utmost fear? If you're a student, alam mo mga fear ng mga student ngayon? Yung mga thesis nila kailangan i-present. Kaya pinuput off nila. Ayoko munang ihanda. Terror yung teacher ko, your advisor ko. Is that your fear? Or maybe your fear is getting into a, a relationship or even marriage. Is that your fear? You know what you can do? Get up and face your fears. Hear the Lord telling you, easy now. Don't panic. Prepare, pray, but go and face your fears. At one point, go and face your fears because God is your peace. And lastly, build your altar to the Lord. Build your altar to the Lord. Altars are, I, I believe, as, as far as I know, no, for, for many things. But for, uh, for me, it, it highlights two things. An altar really is for worship. You come and build your altar to the Lord. You worship with your mind, with your heart, with your life. You proclaim His promises and declare His character. Who is He sa buhay mo? Is He truly the faithful and gracious and awesome God that He is? Have you declared that enough in your life? Have you shouted out that He is someone who is worthy of your honor, your praise, your time, and everything that is in, in you? An altar is also for remembrance. Every time you come to that altar, you remember who you are. Remember who you are in light of who God is. Remember who you are in light of who God is. You are a mighty warrior because you have a mighty God. You can stay at peace regardless of what's happening around you, regardless of the chaos that's happening around you, simply because you have the God of peace in your life. Remember who you are in light of who God is. He is the God of peace, and He will always be with you. To summarize everything, grab, grab God's hand, get out of your hole, Go face your fears, build your altar, the God of peace is with you. I'd like everyone to stand. Let's take this few moments. Yeah. Those of you watching in, in online, I'd like you to also join us by 
taking this time, we're going to worship in a while. We're going to sing that song again, I adore. But before we do, no, let's just all bow down our heads. Come to the presence of God. And just like the Israelites, to cry out to Him. To cry out to Him. What is it that you dread most for this year? So much so na pinagpe-pray mo na sana hindi na dumating tong taon na to. What is that you're fearing the most? Go ahead and lay that before the altar of God. I don't know what that is. But go ahead and come before the Lord and lay upon Him all the fears that you have. Regardless of what that is, and allow the Lord of peace to share your heart. Just take this time. Those of you watching this, take, take time as well to just enumerate the fears but proclaim the goodness of our God. Go ahead and do that. Lord, nothing is hidden from you, Lord God. You know everything and you see everything. You see your people, Lord God, crying out to you. In humility, Lord God, we're, we're just surrendering our fears, our dread, that which makes us live in our own wine press, Lord God. Lord, we're grabbing your hands right now. We're holding on to you. Lift us out of the hole, Lord God. Let your promise be true, Lord, for everyone praying to you that you are with them, that you are their peace, Lord God, that this peace the world cannot rob them of, Lord, that it will remain with them because you yourself are our peace. Father, we declare who you are in our life. You are God awesome. You are God faithful. You are God gracious. You are God of peace. And you are God who will always be with us, in us, and for us. Would you receive our worship in Jesus' name?